This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. everybody. Hey. hey. It's, December, <laughs> it's December 24th, Tuesday, and uh, this is Scott with my lovely, awesome wife, Teresa, and this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. Our and first it's, Christmas yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve, and we're so excited to be with mm-hmm. y'all, and we pray that everything's going smooth, stress-free. Joy to the world. Yeah, and uh, we're, so, we're so extremely happy to be with y'all, and just to let you know, um, after today, we're going to be uh, airing some past, you know, podcasts mm-hmm. for this next week, and we'll pick up again on January first, two thousand fourteen, with our new podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you also have, we have family, and uh, and we're going to be uh, with this week. So we just pray everyone has a wonderful time. Merry Christmas! Yeah. What's today's topic? Huh? Well, it's, it's pretty fitting. Um, Jesus was born to be savior of the savior of the world, and we were not. <laughs> the suffering we try to ease in another person's life may be the very thing they need to see the seriousness of their situation. The healthiest thing to do is to let God be God by giving them to Him and giving Him the dignity as He does to let them make their own decisions, whether we agree with them or not. Mm-hmm. So we hope that you'll discover from listening today how to avoid the temptation of getting in the way of the chance for someone else to have a better life by trying to be their savior. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Sad but true. Yes, it is. Well, you know what? This topic really is great because it's the parable of the lost son. Mm-hmm. And it's Luke 11 through 32. This is, this is a long scripture. But please listen to the story. But listen to the story, okay? And see if you think it reminds you of anyone. Hmm. To illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of my estate now before you die. So his father agreed to it and divided the wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed up all the belongings and moved to a distant land. In other words, he said, I'm out of here. And there he wasted all the money in wild living. Been there? Mm -hmm. I've been there. Mm -hmm. About the time this money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the the man sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. Mm. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servant has had food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off. Okay, this is where we want you to listen. This is where we will hope you're listening anyway, where Scott um, really, really mm. wants you to hear his heart. Wow. Okay. 
This is where the while he this was, is, yeah. but, but I'm gonna edit this a little bit. Okay. I want you guys to really listen to this part because you're you're gonna we believe you will connect with this. Yeah, listen to this. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet, and kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast, for this son of mine was dead. Was. Was dead and is now returned to life. Mm -hmm. He was lost, but now he is found. Mm -hmm. So the party began, mm -hmm. just like in heaven, when you give your life to Christ. Yeah. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field working. When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house. And he asked one of the servants what was going on. Your brother is back, he was he's told, and your father has killed the fattened calf. We are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, All these years I've slaved to you and never once refused to do a single thing that you told me to do. And all that time you never gave me even one young goat for a feast for my friends. Yet this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes. You celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day, for your brother was dead and has come back to life. Mm -hmm. He was once lost, but now he is found. That's right. And the whole point to this podcast is, do you know how difficult it was for that father to let his son just be out there? That's right. Making wrong decisions, throwing his life away. Hooking up with prostitutes, mm. doing all those things, but he had to let him go. He had to turn him over to God because only God could change him. And the, if that father tried to get in the way of what God was trying to do in his life, that son never would have That's genuinely, right. from his heart, come back. And and you're a father. Yeah. And you're a son. Yeah. How difficult this is for a parent to stay out of the way of what God wants to do in your kid's life that's messing up in your yeah. eyes and to just trust God. Yeah. Because God is doing a, wants to do a work in them, but some people have to learn the hard way. Some people have to lose it all in order for God to get to work through them so that they'll give them his their heart. But see, we can't see that because we want to be the Savior. We want to get in there and ease the pain and make it right. And all we're doing is enabling them to become all that God wants them to be. We're playing right. God. So this father, because of his relationship with God, was able to just take his hands off, prayers on, mm -hmm. and look what happened. You know, and also, you know, it's, it's a great example because, you know, this father in this story is is representation of, of God the Father. Yes. You know, and you, you notice here in, in the scriptures when it says, when the, when the father saw the son, he was running towards him. Mm -hmm. He wasn't waiting on the son to come to him. Man, he was running towards him going, oh my gosh, what an awesome day. What an awesome day. And that's what God the Father does. When we, when we accept Jesus into our lives, man, he gets on his, <laughs> excuse the analogy, but he gets on his running shoes and he starts running toward us. Mm -hmm. Like, there's my boy. Mm -hmm. 
there's my girl. Man, I've been waiting, I don't know how many years for them to come to me. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I had to give them the choice. Mm-hmm. I had to give them that choice to choose me or not. Because then it was genuine. That's right. Don't you want? Don't you want people in your life? I need to want to be in your life and love you from their own free will. Right. Not because out, out of guilt or they had to, but because they sincerely, from their heart, wanted to. Right. Well, you know, and what you said, you know, people ask, you know, why well, come God allowed sin into the world? For that simple fact, he wants to know if you're genuine. Are you genuinely wanting to have him in your life? God allows nature to take its course, and he allows natural things to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we we jump out in front of a car, chances are we're going to get hit. That's just just the natural course of our own actions. Okay, so when that question comes up with people, we have to understand that. Like we were talking about, God gives us choice. He gives us free will. And all these people that we know and love that we see and feel like they're doing going the wrong thing, you don't know the plan that God has for them. Yeah. We our own plates are full with our own stuff. Yeah. Trust God with this loved one. The worst thing you think could be maybe someone go to prison. Well, how many people find you know, find who they really are in Christ while they're in prison? Yeah. <laughs> and give their life to him. You don't know. We That's don't right. know what it looks like. We just want people to not suffer. We don't want them to have to go through the pain that we did. Well, you know what? We don't know what God's plan is for them. Yeah. We've got to stop being Savior. You know, and like I said earlier, the father in this story ran to the to the son who came back, hugged and kissed him, and threw a party. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, he was relieving him of the shame and guilt. Exactly what happens when we accept Jesus into our life. Mm-hmm. He relieves us, forgives us of our sins, and relieves us of our shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. God actively seeks those of us who have strayed in our walk as well as those who do not have a personal relationship with him. Mm -hmm. That's where Jesus is. Mm -hmm. You know? I'll tell you what. Today is Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Okay? Jesus wants you. And you may even try to be your own Savior. That's right. It's time to let that go. Mm -hmm. The Savior of the world. Now, we don't know when Jesus was born, but we celebrated on December 25th. Praise God. How else could we make sense of that? That's right. What's the first word in Christmas? That's right. It's Christ. So tomorrow, the Savior of the world, we celebrate his birth. And Jesus had 12 disciples. But of all the 12 disciples, he asked them, who do, you, who do you say that I am? And what do the people say that I am? And some of the disciples said, some people say you're Isaiah. Some people say you're John the Baptist, coming back to life. And he looked at Peter. What did he say? He said, Peter, who do you say that I am? And Peter looked at him with complete and total humility and love in his heart. And he said, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Give your life to him. Mm -hmm. Today's the day. Yeah. He loves you so much. My prayer and Teresa's prayer is that you know that love. It's so deep. It's a love like you've never known before. And I love my wife more than I can express into words. Aww. But Jesus has shown me this love. That's right. That I can't comprehend at times. Me neither. Yeah. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, today's the day. Christmas Eve, 2013. Or maybe you have, like this prodigal son, you've, you've ran away from him. It's okay. Then come back to him. He's running to you. He wants to hug you and kiss you and tell you it's okay. Or maybe you're, you're in church. You're sitting in the pew and you're going, my gosh, I've never truly given my heart to, to Jesus. Today's the day that I start my life over again. Well, if you are in need of this prayer of salvation, please pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Lord, thank you for your birth. I know that you also died on the cross. That you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven because I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus, I need you in my life. I need you to be my Savior. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, what a great podcast. Mm -hmm. and Probably not the Christmas uh, lesson some of you are used to, message you're used to Maybe hearing. not, but... We hope not. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, oh, we hope it is. Yeah, we hope it is. Yeah, all right. But the next time we are live with you, with our new podcast... Oh, wow. We've got yeah. some awesome plans we do. for the new year. We've been waiting on, on God to reveal some things to us as opposed to what we were supposed to be doing, and He did. And we can't tell you what. It's just going to be great. It is. And so um, enjoy our, our uh, podcast this next week, the following week. And thank you for yeah. listening to us all six months yeah. now. And uh, we're just amazed at how God is... Uh, has equipment like this that we're looking at this computer and all mm -hmm. to spread the message all around the world. That's and right. we're so humbled to be able to do so like this. And we just want you to know that this is your podcast. Okay. And God is in charge. He's large and in charge. Mm -hmm. And we thank you so much for being with us and being our friends. And we have to just sing it really quick. We wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. We, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And happy, happy New Year. See, that wasn't so bad. Not so bad. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And we have to remind you, Jesus was born to be Savior of the world. We weren't. Thank God. The suffering you try to ease in another person's life, or maybe your own, it's not necessary. Don't be God anymore. Don't try to be God anymore. Okay? We want you to <clears throat> understand the kind of love He has for you this time of year and all you're around. Okay, he's your savior. And we hope that while you grasp that, mm -hmm. who he really is in your life is your savior, then you'll start living it up. While beginning again. <laughs>